Positively Michael listeners, we've got a very special show, especially from those listening in the United States and Canada, as we are interviewing some of the key members of the acclaimed Michael Jackson tribute show, The Ultimate Thriller, before they hit the road for their first tour in North America. I am here with Robert Hyman, the producer, creator, and drummer for the show. Say hi, Robert. Hi, Robert. (laughs) Also, Lavelle Smith Jr., choreographer for the show and principal dancer for Michael Jackson during the Bad, Dangerous, and History tours. Hello. And finally, we've got Michael Prince, the show's audio consultant and Michael Jackson's recording engineer and audio supervisor for all live shows and television appearances since 1995. Hello. How are you today? I am great. Finally, also on the line, we've got Jilly Jean, the marketer for the show, who, to our excitement, reached out to Positively Michael about this podcast. Thank you all so much for taking the time to do this interview. We're very, very excited about it. So before we jump right in, I just wanted to read for our listeners a few fan reviews from your show, um, both from your Facebook page and from other spots around the Internet. Thank you for giving my son and nephew their best and first concert ever. MJ would be proud. The concert was phenomenal. And finally, from the Ticketmaster page, this is unmistakably the best tribute to MJ that could ever be mounted. And also, people from our own community have seen the ultimate thriller in the UK, and they have all absolutely loved it. So I've got to tell you, I'm already a fan of the show. I haven't seen it yet, but I'm a fan. So this first question is to anyone and everyone on the line. Um, This podcast is going to be going directly to Michael's fans and your potential audiences. So how would you describe this show to the fans interested in going out to see it? Okay. Um, This is Robert. Uh, Again, thank you for having us on. uh, You know, we appreciate it to all the fans out there. Um, We uh, put the show together. Uh, four years ago, uh, following the news of Michael's passing, I was absolutely knocked off my, literally my couch, as most fans were, and, and knew in that moment that my life was about to change and that I had to do something, you know, in a positive way. And being an entertainer musician, the best thing that I could think to do is create a tribute for him. Because I, I knew there was going to be a, a lot of people who would sort of do the same thing, do it for the wrong reasons, right? To, to more capitalize on this opportunity. And so I'm like, no, we're not going to do that. We're going to do this right. We're going to do it big. We're going to reach out to those who are closest to him and, and put something together that, you know, Michael himself, um, would enjoy seeing. And, and that's kind of how it all started. So the show itself is, it covers his bad tour and dangerous tour era. Uh, basically 1987 through 1992, 93. And uh, it's two and a half hours long. And uh, as already introduced with LaBelle Smith and Michael Prince, you know, as part of the creative team, the, the show is without a doubt, um, you know, the most authentic in, in anything that's out there. And so uh, we would just, uh, you know, love to see the fans come out and, and see what it is that we're doing, you know, to honor um you know, Michael Jackson. All right. Well, that's great because the next question I was going to ask is when you started the show. So I have seen a lot of videos from the show and I have to agree that it looks like it's the most authentic. 
Lavelle. The dancing is obviously a huge part of anything related to Michael Jackson. What is similar and what is different between working with these dancers for this show and working on shows for Michael Jackson? Well, you know, I have to say, these dancers have the same kind of work ethic that we have um, with Michael as dancers. And you just, you know, you put it all out there. You rehearse hard. You try to enjoy what you do. Be very thankful and get it done. And these dancers have the same kind of mindset, which makes it easy for me to work with them. I mean, after working with Michael for over 23 years, I just kind of understand what has to happen. And these are the kind of dancers that just pop right into place and get in sync with what's going on. We are here to do a job. We're here to honor a legend. So let's enjoy it. But let's take it really seriously. We have amazing, amazing dancers. That's awesome. Are you all perfectionists like Michael was? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you kind of got to be. You want to give the fans the best show you can. So you got to put everything into it. And that's being a perfectionist, and yeah, that's us. <laughs> that, I'm very glad to hear it. Um, so, Michael, after working on so many of Michael's shows, after of Michael Jackson's shows, of course... How have you approached the audio for The Ultimate Thriller? Um, have you worked with Fabio, who, to those listening, will be performing as Michael on the tour, um, and the band to prepare beforehand, or did everything just start in rehearsals? What has been the entire process? Um, well, I think the first part of your question might have been what I would do, what I did differently or didn't do differently, and pretty much it's making sure that the audio, meaning the band, uh, the, the sound that's going to come out of the speakers, uh, what needs to be uh, pre-recorded, because obviously we don't have, you know, a brass section, we don't have an orchestra, so things have to be pre-recorded, uh, that all that would be up to the quality of what Michael would want. So, uh I think not just myself, but Bell, Rob, everybody associated with this, uh, have the, uh, the goal and, and the desire that once we sign off on everything, it would have been something Mike would have said, absolutely. And, and I'm not a dancer, but when I see these dancers that, that uh, are with, uh, I call it Tut, the ultimate thriller, uh, they would have been picked at um, at any time by Michael had he seen these 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 young men. I mean, they're amazing. Did I answer your question? Yeah, yeah, you did. And it's really great to hear that it sounds like so many of the people involved are fans as well and really have the right the right meaning in mind. Yeah, it, it's uh, funny you say that. That Jill, Jilly said something, uh, you know, as a month or so ago when we were talking uh, on the phone. And she sort of coined this phrase, uh, by the fans, for the fans. And that's sort of exactly what this is. Everybody that is part of this production were huge Michael Jackson fans and still are Michael Jackson fans. So it's truly a labor of love. If we have to practice for 16 hours because it's not right, nobody complains. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. Let's get it right. And so it's truly by the fans, for the fans. So speaking of the fans, have you all had the opportunity to meet any of the fans who have gone out to your shows? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what we try to do 
um, at the end of every show is uh, go out to uh, our merchandise booth and sign some autographs and, and, you know, meet the fans because, you know, that's why we're there, you know. And so um, we uh, – and sometimes the venues don't let it let us do that, but most of the time they do. And, and so when the show is over and you, you, you want to meet, uh, uh, you know, Fabio or some of the dancers or you know, whoever, uh, there's usually three, four, or five people that just on their own. We don't even ask them to do it. They just – when the show's over, they just kind of go out there to – to, to meet the fans and shake hands and take pictures and, you know, because it's, it's, it's why we're there. It's what we're all about. Right. And really everyone's there for the same reason to celebrate. That's right. Yeah, you're correct. So being that it's a huge celebration, does it make it, or does it seem easier to perform in front of fans or does it seem like there's more pressure since they know every move that originally happened? Well, I, I think, uh, the pressure is always there because we want it to be right, right? Because we know those diehard fans have seen, you know, every step, every song, every concert, everything he's ever done, and they've seen it probably 10,000 times. And so they probably know it backwards and forwards like we do. But that is why we practice as hard as we practice. So when it comes time to be in front of the fans and give them this experience, it becomes second nature to do it. We don't have to think so much about it. It's already in our bodies, right? Um, that's, you know, what LaBelle teaches the dancers. You know, you learn steps, but you can't complete the steps until it's in your body. When you stop thinking about what it is you're supposed to do, in your body just does it. It's muscle memory. And so I don't, when it comes time to actually do it, yes, there's pressure to get it right, but it, the show is so well rehearsed and so well practiced that, uh, it does become second nature, and we get to enjoy the experience every night just like fans do. It's a pleasure to be up on stage. It truly is. So so as yeah. the drummer, Robert, how, how does it feel when that show starts and you hear the music going and the fans screaming and you know that they're all there for one reason? Let me tell you, every single night, without failure, the, minutes, uh, the minute the lights go down, and, and, and the audio comes up, our little intro video comes up. I get goosebumps every single night. I get that little flutter in my stomach that all performers do and take a deep breath and it's like, okay, it, it's time to, it's time to make the magic and, and, and make that man proud that's looking over us, you know? So, uh, we all run out and, you know, within the first few bars of the first song, the flutter goes away. And you are just rocking it out and, and just, you're in the moment. You stop thinking. You're just in the moment. And, uh, I, I picture myself in the audience every single night watching. It's, it's quite an out of body sort of experience. Yeah. I haven't seen your show personally. Hopefully I'll get to see it very soon, but I go to a lot of shows and the Michael Jackson tribute shows that I've seen have truly been some of the best that I've ever been to. Because every everybody there is really just there to appreciate something so great that I can't imagine what it's like to be a part of it on stage. Yeah, it's it's uh, it is a, a true blessing. It really is. Um, you know, with Lavelle and Michael and and all the rest of the people behind the scenes, our director Doug, and we also have uh, Mick Thompson, who was with Michael for eight years. He's 
uh, done some of uh, the choreography and some of the songs. Um, it, it's just been a pleasure to be able to get these people who knew Michael the best yeah. to work with us, right? You know, and it's because of our passion and, and what it is that we're achieving. It, it's, it's so that level is just, it's just such a high level. And it, it's amazing when you, the fans are screaming at us, you know, we love you, Michael, we love you, we love you, we love you. It's, it's overwhelming. It really is that, uh, um, these fans are just that touched by what we're doing. And, and so we, again, we just feel blessed that we'll be able to bring this to the people that we bring it to. I'm sure the fans feel blessed that you're bringing it as well. Well, we certainly, uh, for those who we get to meet, <laughs> that's exactly, you know, from like the comments that you have read off the Facebook page and our website, you know, they're, they're experiencing it. You know, there's, there's tears shed. Um, you know, I'm sure. Joey will confirm herself, even in rehearsals, just watching it behind scenes. No lights, no costumes, but just in the rehearsal hall. I mean, there are tears being shed um, because it is it is so, uh, you know, I don't, you know, uh, so lifelike. Guys, do you agree? I yeah, it, it really, I mean, I was there for every tour Michael did, at, you know, as a solo artist. I'm still looking at this as if I'm a fan because I'm a fan, obviously, but it's just, it just takes you right there. To look at it, audience perspective, as opposed to being on stage, it's, I just love it. And I don't use those words lightly at all. We have an amazing show. It's something we can, we're so proud and so honored to do this. And the fans embrace it. It's, it's, it's from our hearts, and it really does put you in a place. If you weren't able to see it, or if you saw Michael perform and you want to experience that again, please, you've got to see it. Amen. Yeah, can I, um, this is Julie Jean, I just can I just add on to that um, about the fans and Robert brought it up about tears um, being at the rehearsal. That's that's what I'm I've seen. I haven't seen the show yet, and I have to stop doing whatever I'm doing or, or work, and my body can't stop moving. And then certain songs come on, and there's tears in my eyes every day, and still to this day. And if you know, especially when one of the songs at the end comes on, I can't, I have to get up and I just start jamming because it's, it's, Michael's there. Like, I just feel that energy right there in the, in the rehearsal. The, the energy every single day since I've been there has been so wonderful and so positive. So I think the fans at the concert and throughout the tour are going to feel that tenfold yeah. beyond. Here's a, a perfect example. Today at a rehearsal, um, our keyboard player, TC, had uh, a friend of his come in, his name is Antonio, to uh, do a little bit of programming with him um, to tighten up some of the sounds that we're doing and stuff. And none of us have ever met Antonio before. I, uh, you know, I had to be introduced to him twice because I couldn't remember his name. You know? <laughs> and so he, he was working on our break, and we went through a full run-through, and he stayed the entire time. And so he came up to me directly after, and, and he goes, what was your name again? I said, Robert. Because, man, I got to tell you, that was absolutely mind-blowing. The attention to the detail, all the details that you have put into what you just did is absolutely astounding. It, what quote for quote. I mean, it's exactly what he said to me. And this is just music. It wasn't, again, the production end of it, where you're putting in the video and the lights and all the special effects and everything we do. This is just straight out in a rehearsal hall, 
playing music, a guy that can come in, never seen the show before, never did anything, but knows Michael, I'm, you know, got the, the level of details and right down to the minutest little thing that we've put into this show. And uh, he was blown away. We have another fan for life. Well, speaking wow. of fans for life, a lot of the people who are going to see these shows are young kids who may have never experienced Michael in their own lives. So does this feel like something you can do for them to bring Michael into this new person's life? Yeah, without a doubt, for sure. You've got great musicians, uh, great dancers. Um, uh, Robert has had this vision, you know, since day one, and it's his really passion, I think, that made LaBelle and I want to get on board with him because yeah. there aren't a lot of people that would take the care and time and find the resources to make something like this possible. You can't just go to, you know, go to a little uh, bar with four musicians and go, yeah, we're a Michael Jackson tribute. To do it right and to make it something that would put a smile on Michael's face, you've got to have, you know, great music, great dancers, uh, great lighting, uh, a video wall, and I, I want to tell you, th this is, you know, by the time Lavelle, and uh, he's probably ready to now, signs off on the dancers and I sign off on the music, I mean, you've got a Michael Jackson concert that Michael would be happy to walk out and, and perform at. Right. <laughs> so true. And coming from you, I'm sure you know. Yeah. Well, you, uh, Michael's all right with passion, you know. It's it really it really got us. We thought, you know, if if this is what we have a chance to experience with somebody who is this passionate, we have to take we have to do it. It's going to take someone that's passionate and a lover of detail and who doesn't mind rehearsing and working hard. It is a treat. It I'm is, and I, I know for me and probably for Lavelle too. I mean, it keeps me uh, close to Michael in that it makes me feel like he's still alive. Uh, because anytime I get to work on something that has his music in it, I really feel like I'm just working on another MJ project, which, right. you know, makes me smile. Um, yeah. Uh, and that's the best way I, I can explain it. You know, it, it's, it's a happy feeling. It really is. It's the best music in the world. I heard somebody say recently something kind of in the same vein as what you just said, which is that nobody can really die if you embody what they've done. So if you love that somebody was funny, be funny, and then they're still alive. Or if you love that they were generous, be generous, and then they're still alive. So it really is, you guys are doing that to a whole new level, and that's so great. Love it, love it. Let, let me give you a, a small little behind-the-scenes tidbit of a lot of the stuff that we're talking about, and maybe this will wrap it up a little bit for some of the audience members that are out there listening to this podcast. When we talk about doing it right and, and doing it for all the right reasons, but going out there, the passion, the resources, this is no small production. And as far as tributes go, and I obviously can't speak for every tribute in the world, Michael Jackson or otherwise, but I know what we're going on the road with. And I'm about 99% positive there's not another tribute out there going on the road with what we are about to go on the road with, okay? We're on the road with two 
55 or 52 foot semi trucks full of lighting and video. Okay. Now there are major recording artists that are touring out there that don't go on the road with two semis full of gear. Okay. We're a tribute, right? So we have two semis full of audio and lighting and video equipment that has to get set up every day. We load into a venue at 8 o'clock in the morning, and it literally takes all day to set up this rig that we're touring with. All right? Buses. We have two tour buses. We're, we're on the road with 24 people that have to work not just on stage but behind the scenes to pull this off every night. Okay? This, this is as big as it can be without being Michael himself or on that grand scale. We're playing smaller venues. Obviously, Michael played stadiums, so we're not playing stadiums. So we've scaled it down into uh, small arena-type size venues. And, and it takes a mammoth amount of effort to put on what we do every night. We're not just a few people standing up, like uh, uh, Michael said, going to a bar with four people, and we're Michael Jackson tribute. This is a mammoth production. And it takes a small army every day, not just the 24 people that we take with, but there's usually another 25 to 30 people at every single venue that are there to help us do what we do on the local level every single city that we pull into. It's, it's just it's a grand experience. And when people roll in and, and like I said, the lights go down and, and all of a sudden the stuff is playing, they're going to be mind-blown because they're just not going to expect anything close to what we're about to give them. And to second, or to continue that, I would just say that we all have the same feeling that Robert expressed from the beginning is, is if we can't do this right at the level that Michael would have wanted it, we don't want to do it. If we can't have all the bells and whistles, all the production, a fantastic sound, the best dancers, um, it's not worth doing, and we do. So, how many times are you planning on doing this for this tour? How many how many stops can people expect from the Ultimate Thriller? We are expecting forty, uh, somewhere between forty five and fifty stops um, between June sixth and August eleventh to August seventeenth, something like that. Uh, forty five to fifty stops. Um, uh, most of these will be in the U.S. I think we have about a week, week and a half in Canada towards the uh, end of the tour. Um, and so uh, we're going to be covering, uh, of course, not every inch of the United States, but we're going to be in a city close to everybody. And I hear that there are more dates planned for the fall. Is that true? Absolutely. Absolutely. We plan on uh, taking a little break after this because it's uh, – is a little bit of hard work and uh, uh, take a breather and rest a little bit and then go back out and go to the cities that we didn't get to go to. Um, because the, the, the fans, like anything else, we encourage fans, you know, when you're there, and get out that cell phone, take some videos, <laughs> take some pictures, <laughs> put it up there, and you know, put it on YouTube, take it home, relive the experience, you know? And so when these videos start hitting YouTube, um, we truly feel within the community, and this is also part of why uh, Jilly has sort of caught on to what we're doing here, because, you know, from the fan side of things, is that 
she knows, especially now that she's down here at rehearsals in Orlando with us, she just knows the fans are absolutely going to be blown away, and they're all going to be screaming for us to come to every single city we can absolutely get, you know, get ourselves to. And so um, we are already planning. We have some contracts already uh, on the table for the fall, and so we're going to uh, put that all together and go back out for another six or eight weeks in the fall. It's awesome. I know, I know fans in the U.S. have been demanding it because just from what I've seen, every YouTube comment is come to the United States or come to Canada. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and, and we are. And we'll be there shortly. <laughs> We're coming, folks. <laughs> We're coming. Hang on. Get your tickets. Keep on following the website. You know, the podcast here and, and, you know, we're, we're just, we put ourselves out there. If someone wants an interview, you know, like yourself. We, this is part of why we're here. It's not, you know, it's not just to promote the ultimate thriller. It's to promote Michael Jackson. It's to keep his love and his legacy and his music alive. That is 100% why we're here. And so, you know, if the fans want something for us, we will absolutely bend over backwards to do our best to provide that. So what songs do you find having toured Europe and toured all over? Are there any specific songs that you find to be audience favorites, or is the whole show just so great that everyone is equally a favorite? Well, like I said a few minutes ago, we've combined um, elements of the bad tour as well as the dangerous tour um, in our our concert presentation. So we sort of, we've taken the best of the best of the best and so um, it's pretty much nonstop from the beginning to the end. <laughs> and, uh, of course, all the fans out there, everybody's unique. Everybody's an individual out there, and they all have their favorites. And, uh, of course, the, the show is two and a half hours long, and we can't get to every ounce of material Michael ever did. Good God, he's got hundreds of songs. But uh, we certainly do cover, uh, we certainly do cover the, the, the bulk of it. I can imagine two and a half hours is a very long show. It it is. It's a long concert. Um, we actually we take an intermission um, in there. Most of the venues actually require that of us. So, um, but it's two hours and ten minutes of of actual concert of actual music time performance. Um, and so uh, they they are getting uh, one half of the show um, at the end by the time it's done. Right, like I said, right. From the, we performed Red Rocks um, in 2011. And uh, uh, we sold just a little under 6,500 seats for that particular show. And huge crowd. And Red Rocks is, you know, one of the most amazing outdoor venues uh, to, to perform. In fact, I think it's the premier, it's, it's the number one outdoor venue here in the States. Uh, maybe the world for that matter. Anyway, that intro video rolled. And, and I'm not going to give away too many secrets, but trust me, the second it rolls, the fans know what's going on. And the roar from the crowd was deafening and it didn't stop until the concert was over it just continued the entire time they immediately on their feet and danced in fact it started to rain and not one person moved uh, it was it was a magical night and that's what all the concerts are they're engaged they're there to celebrate like we said earlier and so um you know we're, we're happy to be able to uh provide that celebration for them and that close look at what Michael was like. And, and that's all about, you know, Michael Prince and, and LaBelle Smith bringing 
to us their years of experience of working behind the scenes with Michael and his passion and how his thought processes are about putting concerts together. And that's what differentiates us from some of the others out there is we, we have this, you know, inside track, if you will, of, of how to go about structuring it, putting together the work ethic, the, you know, the passion, everything about it. And so as much passion as I have about what it is that we do and me putting this all together, it, it's, it's the expertise and, uh, of the years uh, that these guys spent with Michael that truly uh, throw what we do over the top. So my hat's always off to the other people that are on this call, always. Well, I'll you're happy, up. happy to be here. Yeah. I've never been so happy in my life. <laughs> I'm serious. And from what you're saying, it sounds like the other people not on this call, the band, the dancers, the the lighting technicians, everyone. It sounds like everyone is really it kind of in the same boat doing it for the right reasons. Yeah. That's okay. incredible. Incredible. Yep. All right, well, we've been on the line for about 30 minutes and I'm sure you're all very very exhausted. So before we go, I know that Jilly is preparing a fan blog. Do you want to say anything about that? Yes. Um, since I've been down here, I've been taking a lot of pictures, and I'll be getting some. I'll be doing video interviews within each crew. I call it the crew, the dance crew, the band, um, the singers, and then all you know the behind the scenes people. And I'm going to be posting video interviews and also written up blogs about each person within that video. Uh, just their background information, a picture of them, just to let everybody know how much everyone's involved. And I'm constantly posting pictures on the Ultimate Thriller Facebook page. But, yeah, for the blog, I'm just basically taking it from, you know, Michael Jackson, a fan's perspective of the Ultimate Thriller. And my involvement has been luckily behind the scenes for the past week. So that's what I'll be bringing to the fans, and I'll be presenting that uh, within the week just to get the fans ready to go and know that there's a tour coming up. And I'll be, in the meantime, I'll be announcing dates and continuing that exposure for the concert lineup. And I'm sure the fans will appreciate having a fan on the inside telling them all about it. I actually have an interesting question for Jilly Jean. Yes. So, Robert? Yeah, it's me, Robert. So, okay. three months ago, if someone came to you and said, in three months' time, you're going to be sitting in Orlando for a week with uh, this production called The Ultimate Thriller, and sitting beside you is going to be Lavelle Smith and Michael Prince, what would you have told that person three months ago? What would I I told that person three months ago? I yeah. Been like, is it tomorrow? <laughs> yeah, I do this tomorrow. <laughs> like, why hasn't this happened yesterday? You know, yeah. I mean, when I was asked to help with the increase the exposure of the Facebook page and and that and the Twitter, um, I was honored. I I felt wonderful. I felt I, I've known Michael Prince. I met him three years ago. I knew Robert via phone conversation, and I met Lavelle for the first time last Thursday, and I felt so special because once I got there. I saw later in the day Lavelle on his Facebook page. He's like, Jilly Jean's in the house. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> so um, 
I, you know, Robert said something to me today, you know, your family, and that means a lot because um, this is a family, and I don't know. It's it's just been a wonderful experience. It really has. I never thought three years ago when I started getting involved in the Michael Jackson community groups, and I've been involved in a lot of groups and met a lot of people. I never thought I'd be sitting and working in, in the same room as, you know, to me, two, two legends that worked with a legend. You know, they're carrying on Michael's legacy, and here they are. And it's proof that, you know, Michael, his message and his music and his unified love that he brought across all barriers is so strong that Michael's personal creative team is sitting here and, and doing this as well and continuing the legacy. And it's, it's beautiful. It re- and it really is, and with the dancers and the band and the and Michael Jackson tribute artist himself brings to it is blows my mind. There, there have been tears. I, I've gotten up and I haven't been able to stop dancing. I probably look like you know a lunatic, but I'm a Michael Jackson fan. When he's on, I move. It's impossible. <laughs> we- We've got uh, we've got video of that. That's okay. We'll we'll keep that for later. <laughs> oh, all right. Show the Billie fans Black my crazy. No video. Show the fans my crazy side. <laughs> I'm, just my, I'm just spreading. I'm just spreading Michael's love. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you know, it's when you, you talk about getting up and dancing. It, it's an interesting thing with our concerts because you know you go to a concert and in, in, in these days you know there are seats right. There's seats on the floor. There's seats up in the stands and all this stuff. And and you know the concert starts and inevitably, everyone is so fast to get out of their seat and dance. And I keep on saying to myself, why don't I even put the seats there? Because the only thing you're doing is standing on top of them. And so uh, the, the concert, absolutely, it, it just, it does. It just moves you to get up and dance and turn to the person next to you that you've never met before and dance with them and, and you know, just, you know, be part of what we're doing. Well, with music like that, how could it not? I, I I agree. <laughs> exactly. And even, oh, I'm sorry, I just wanted to say one quick thing. When Robert said that, you know, fans will just get up and dance and hug the person next to them, that's happened at um, shows. I've gone to tribute shows, the Michael um, CD release uh, party in New York City. Like, during certain songs, I was hugging strangers. You know, somebody gave me tissues because I was crying at the end of Man in the Mirror. Which, it, it's just, it's Michael. He brought that among the fans every day, every time at a concert, every time you play his music. And that's what I feel, you know, it's happening at rehearsal. And, and I see that and I know it's going to happen at the tours and at the concerts. The fans are going to be that way. It's impossible not to. I'll add a little thing that um, after Michael um, announced uh, the shows in the U.K., uh, I think it was two days later, the phone rings, and, you know, it, it was Michael, and he called me. He goes, uh, you know you're doing this, this with me, right? And I went, I do now. And, <laughs> I mean, it was, I mean, I knew I was, but I, had, I wanted to say something funny to him anyway. He just laughed, and, uh, and I feel like the whole world got cheated uh, because it was going to be the greatest comeback of all time. No question about it. And uh, being able to be involved with this production, with these talented people, 
I, I really feel that I am doing it with them. You know, I really do. And uh, it's the closest thing I'll get, any fan will get, uh, to what we all lost. It's amazing. Well, I don't think there's anything else you can say after that. <laughs> no, I I don't, I don't know if that was a happy or a sad thing, but... It yeah, was a wonderful thing. Yeah. It was a wonderful, beautiful thing, and I have goosebumps and happy tears in my eyes because you were so right. And, yeah, beautiful. Beautifully said, Michael. Beautifully said. So that was a lovely way to end it. But before we end it, is there anything else that any of you would like to chime in? Let's just make sure everybody comes to our... Facebook yeah. page, our regular, our regular uh, website, our website's uh, theultimatethriller.com. Our Facebook page is facebook.com forward slash theultimatethriller. You know, become friends and fans. You know, join our fan list. We're going to start doing some special things for our fans. Um, we're going to actually start during the concert. So for those who are listening, we're going to attend a concert. Just wait. i got some good fun stuff that's going to happen <laughs> for all the fans. You're also on Twitter as well, right? Because there's a huge fan following on Twitter yep. who'd be interested. Yep, Twitter. Our, our Twitter is T-U Thriller. T-U Thriller. Yeah, at T-U Thriller. Yep. Well, thank you so, so much for taking the time after a busy and I'm sure exhausting day of rehearsal to do this interview with us. We really, really, really appreciate what you're doing to expand Michael's legacy and continue it on in such a huge, magnificent way. Well, thank, thank, you for, thank, you, thank you for what you do as well. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I was going to say. Uh, <laughs> okay, thank you. Thank you, Positive Michael. Big, big, big MJ love to you guys. And thank you. I've been, like I said, I've been listening to you guys, following you since you started. And uh, I can't believe I'm on one of your podcasts now. I feel like a star. I don't know. Well, we can't believe that we're on a podcast with all of you. So <laughs> it goes both ways. Yes. All right. Well, thank you all so, so much. Be sure, everybody, to go out and see the ultimate thriller. Like they said, it's going to be coming to a city near you if you are in the U.S. and Canada. I know I'm going to get myself out there. So make sure you go. I can't wait to see you guys. And if you'd like to keep listening to our podcast, you can go to PositivelyMichael.com. Or if you'd like to donate to help keep these podcasts going, you could also do that there. You can also find us on Twitter at PauseMike or email PauseMikePodcast at gmail.com. Um, also, feel free to po follow our PauseMike Instagram and submit photos to it where we collect all sorts of photos of Michael appearing out in the world and out in the street. And maybe you could even submit some photos from the ultimate thriller. We would love, love, love to see those. So with that, we're going to, yeah, great. We love it. And with that, we will call this a wrap. I hope everyone has a great week. Thank you again to Lavelle Smith, Jr. Robert Hyman, Michael Prince and Jilly Jean. It's been a great interview. I'm so glad that you guys can make it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having us. L-O-V-E. <laughs> All for love.